Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. We're streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go wherever you may be. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. We're presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. If you're watching us on the Monumental Sports Network, Cakes and I are wearing the same Maryland pullover. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Matter. It happens from time to time. You're not, you're not actually concerned about that, are you? Not really. Yeah. Happens not all really. the time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, so good. So. Jason was, yeah, I thought you were very stylish at the uh, 106.7 The Fan event. Well, he wasn't wearing sweats. I mean, it would definitely <laughs> I've never seen him without sweats. <laughs> I had That's jeans a and a button down. You yeah, never see that. I had a nice jacket. I don't know what kind of jacket that was. Yeah, it's just a light pullover jacket. CK told me that uh, I guess some of the guys, Danny and, and those guys, were um, were were telling uh, Sheehan that he that you're supposed to wear a suit, and Sheehan oh, they were called trying. him. Oh, they're doing a bit. Yeah, Sheehan called with him like the day before and goes, "Are we really supposed to wear a suit?" Uh-huh. And then he started laughing because <laughs> that would have been amazing. That would have been funny if you showed been up. A good I bit. wore a jacket. Yeah, yeah good, but. Not a suit. No. <laughs> no. I mean, it's, you're not going to a funeral right, or a listen, wedding. Before we get into beers. But, yeah, you're right. I never see Lurch. I mean, he wears the same two yeah, I mean, sweatpants I do, I do every day. No, three. You ro- three. Oh, now there's three? I, I rotate three. <laughs> you yeah. got one that's like, is it navy? I got navy. So Pete Metters gave that to you like a black, decade ago. Black and gray Under Armour. And I got, well, I've got four actually. I got these. And then I've got another gray pair. Uh-huh. Because uh, I don't care what I look like when I come in here. <laughs> right. I don't a, either. It's the last thing I care about. All right, let's go. Bang on a couple I just want to be warm. <laughs> That's what I want to be. Let's, well, you look warm today. You I'm got warm. a lot of layers over there. I was cold this, this morning. <laughs> let's go to Gene in Waldorf. Hey, Gene, what's up, buddy? What do you think? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I, I'm not excited. Okay. I feel like, you know, he's another, uh, talking about our office coordinator, uh, Kingsbury. He's another EB. He comes from a past happy background, you know, and as much grief as we gave EB, are we going to do the same thing with him? Well, the you difference know, if his is, offense sucks, yes. If, if, if his offense sucks, 19, yes. 19 points per game, yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll give kill the same him. amount of grief. But I think Trust the numbers us. belie what you're saying, right? The enemy was, what was he, last in rushing attempts in the league? We were, I mean, we were number yes. one in passing attempts, yeah. I think. I think you're going to see more balance with this. Yeah, I mean, Kingsbury. Now, we was... got to wait to see who the personnel is. You know, you got to wait and see if you have, a, you know, what quarterback they're drafting. Is Sam Howell going to start the year and then just kind of groom the new new guy until week five or six? Yeah, but if no you look idea. at his history at Arizona, like we said, he was right around 10 or 11 in rushing attempts. Yeah. Uh, in his four years there in Arizona. So it's not like 
pass happy. He, ne- he completely ignores. They're not going to lead. I promise you, they won't lead the league in pass attempts this year. I promise you that. Thank you. It looks like a Caleb Williams run, definitely. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll see. Evie's out on Caleb. Yeah, I'm out on Caleb. I think momentum <laughs> is building for him for them to move up one spot and pick him number one. Like I said well, that again, on, all, on Friday night I've at said, the event. I know, but I've said this 400 times. It depends on how bad Chicago wants him. That's if Chicago true. really wants him, they're not giving him up. That's absolutely true. But if if, <clears throat> if Peters crafts a deal that works for him and Poles, I think. I mean, if Chicago move looks at the two, the two guys or three guys and goes, "Yeah, we'll take any of them." Right, dude. Then, I yeah, know every every Tom, Dick, and Harry has their <laughs> their their draft report, mm-hmm. and there was one from a no name guy, you know, that I don't know, but he destroyed Caleb in his. In his pre-draft report, he looked at every throw mm-hmm. at USC, and he is definitely not. And I don't know what his chops are. I don't know what his credentials are. But I, maybe I should link the article and say, "Hey, do you guys agree with this? What do you think?" Um, and I can't remember the exact criticisms, but a lot of it was on on uh, a time to release the ball. Uh, you know, plays. You know, where he doesn't. Obviously, we've heard the criticism that he doesn't. <clears throat> Doesn't do great in structure that, you know, he extends plays. But extending plays is a great thing, right? That's what Mahomes does. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I do think that the the reports on Williams are not all glowing. Some don't love him. That's all I'll say. Yeah. And based on history, if there are three quarterbacks drafted, one, two, three, based on history of first-round right. draft picks, one, one, of, one might of, hit. One of them might hit. The other two, maybe you'll have a couple average. Um, if you're lucky, you'll have two really good ones. And 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 one likely could be catastrophic. Correct. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's Peters how, avoids the catastrophe. That's how big fit is. Because I do think all these guys have talent. There's no question about it. But it's fit. It's coaching. It's players around you. Um, system. All of that. All right. Let's go. Let's go to Paul in D.C. Paul, what's up? Well, I'm going to say to all of you guys, I'm not happy with the pick, to be honest with you. I think Cliff Kingsbury is not all that great. And I'm kind of wondering why you guys are so harsh on EB, but I gave Carson Wentz, like, all the benefit of the doubt as a quarterback. No, we didn't. There was only one guy here that kind of gave him benefit of the doubt. Three of the guys hated him. Yeah, you're – That is true. Three of the guys hated him. Oh, I know. And that's who it's addressed to because that's the same individual who – doesn't really like EB and Correct. trashing him like that. I yeah, mean, at the sucked. end of the day, yeah, but that's 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 one person's opinion. Correct. I think that you guys. How did you think? No, break. no. Let me interject. How did you think Eric Bieniemy as offensive coordinator fared during his one season as OC of the Commanders? He felt be- he he fared better than Cliff Kingsbury did as Arizona head coach. No, no. Forget but, about Kingsbury. How did Bieniemy? Well, that's like, not What even did true. you think about Bieniemy? Kingsbury wasn't horrible as a head coach. Uh, what did you think about Bieniemy? Like you but, liked the Kingsbury, offense, you liked the results. I, I like. I, let me say this: he he wasn't as great as the numbers would say. But for what he was hard to do, working with a young quarterback that's basically a rookie and a bad offensive line, that you don't he think he, you don't think together. he abandoned the run too much. You don't think he passed that, too much. I think, that, I think that he definitely needed to have some, you know, experience in play calling in terms of running the ball a little bit more or adjusting the game plan. But that doesn't. I mean, he had one year at that position. Mm-hmm. Well, he year. claims he's been calling plays for seven years at Kansas City. Who knows what to believe yeah, on got, that? Uh, but what I'm saying is. When you finally get a job or a promotion, 
It mm-hmm. takes you a little bit of time to get adjusted, no matter how long you work as an understudy under someone. Mm-hmm. You think Adam Peters going to come right in and knock the ball out the park? This is his first time being a, a GM. We don't know. Right? We have no. I have no idea. Got to give yeah. him a few years. Like Paul, like Kingsbury. Only... Kingsbury, when he went to Arizona, he, he his first year they were 5-11. and, and 11, Okay? So that, and he had a young quarterback. But that right? was Kyler's rookie year. All right? Second year right. they went 500. Third year they go to the playoffs. I mean – you take okay, that. But my thing is with Sam Howell, I saw growth in the young man. He led the league in passing. He's an undersized quarterback, too. And then when Jacoby Brissett came in, I saw growth. I mean, you I know, saw hold on. You know those were empty calorie passing yards because they were trailing in a lot of those games. You, you're no, well, I you're aware that, of that, right? I think he does bring well, up Well, point. let me say this. I, yeah. listen, I listen to everybody, Kevin Sheehan, Brian Mitchell, and everybody. I listen to you guys all day. I do think that the junkies need to bring in someone that can give a different perspective and add that to y'all team. What are you talking about? You mean that's pro be enemy? No, not pro be enemy. I just think that y'all need someone who also can come in and give y'all a different perspective. We dis- we disagree all the time. You got room. four perspectives already. You four want five? perspectives plus the two guys <laughs> behind the glass. Need, y'all, need, y'all need a different perspective of a different ilk, in my opinion. And I love your show. But I just oh, spell it out. You're saying we need a black guy? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm saying y'all need somebody with a different perspective. Yeah, well, that's that's what he's saying. Right. That's a different ilk. That's you know what? You're giving calls. the different perspective. That's, a lot that's of you. Different perspective. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Love right. you guys, man. All but right. I think y'all a little too harsh on Eric Bieniemy. Cliff Kingsbury is not that great. He's old I, news well, now. I really don't need to talk about Bieniemy anymore. I actually it's, don't understand. I, I tell you, I wanted Kubiak. That's who I wanted. The guy from okay, well, he was unavailable. Yeah, he was unavailable. I don't understand the weird, irrational attachment. That people have to Eric Bieniemy. It's not like he was here Cakes. for five, seven, ten no. years. He was here for a year. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's the uncomfortable truth that race plays a factor in all of these conversations. Maybe that's part of it. I, it maybe it that's factored the, maybe that's in the, the RG, part. It, it devolved in the RG3 Kirk thing. It was the it was the the quiet part that nobody really wanted to talk about, but that. Uh, you know, the African-Americans tended to side with Robert, and there was a perception that white people sided with Kirk. And I think you're getting a lot of that with the enemy discussion, Maybe. to be honest with you. There's definitely some of that. It's, it's I mean, that's what Paul was talking about. It's an underlying theme that no one wants to talk about. I can't about. help that I'm white. It's Sorry, that's where I was born. Thing. You know what? But I, but I don't hate Eric Bannemi because he was black. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. He wasn't good as an offensive coordinator. Scott Turner sucked, and Eric Bannemi sucked too. Yeah. Okay. They sucked they equally. Both sucked. I don't and, know what to tell you. And, and by the way, we have different perspective. Eric Bickle across the street from me right here mm-hmm. that I'm looking at loved Sam Howell. I didn't. <laughs> right. I didn't like Sam Howell. Halfway point, you were you were like, he was winning you over, and then he tanked. He, he, he showed me some tanked. signs, but I always said this last year. I said, you have to grade him based on a full season. It's true. Not and on I week would, two or four or eight. And I would but agree through a full season. He wasn't that good. It, it, it fell apart. Right. And so I have no problem. So we have different somebody. perspectives. Of course we do. But we he's talking about like... a racial perspective. That's yeah, I mean, exactly what he's talking he about. He said we need to add somebody of a different ilk. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. We're not cutting the check anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's already, there's already plenty here. We're, Unfortunately, we're, we're four white guys. The inn is full. Can't change yeah, it. Can't change Latino. <laughs> can't, okay, JP's Latino. <laughs> I don't even know what I am. I think I'm German, French. Does that count for anything? It doesn't count, right? <laughs> I don't think so. European descent. You're, you're Caucasian. Yeah, I'm Caucasian. I'm a whitey. <laughs> Last time I checked. I'm a whitey. Hey, we're pro Joe Witt Jr. Definitely <laughs> pro him. I know nothing about, about him. I know I think if Paul was right, I would hate the Joe Witt Jr. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody in this room had heard of Joe Witt Jr. two weeks ago. 
I didn't know who he was. Right. The only thing I said. I'm I trusting said, Dan Quinn knows yeah. him very well, and he made a good hire. I told you we don't know anything about him, but he's worked with Dan for four yeah. years. He's, you know, these guys are obviously on the same page. I like D- Dan as a D coordinator. Look, we give them all a shot. It's about results. Uh, we all hate Jack Del Rio now, but he was oh, given a shot. Hate him. <laughs> All right. Hate Ron. Two out of the four years, he had good defenses. Yeah. For get... some reason, there was no consistency right. with Jack Del Rio's defensive results. And who was the biggest RG3 fan in the world? Me. <laughs> called him R-Jesus. Yeah, I, I mean, still think it's my greatest nickname of all time. It definitely was excellent. It just didn't hey, work out. I've, I've been a Kirk guy. I mean, it just gets on my nerves. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. Yeah, hey, I called him, well, you're obviously a racist. <laughs> I called yeah. him RG Screen the whole time. I All never right. bought in. Well, you, you turned out to be correct. <laughs> All right, let's go to Juan in Temple. Do we not get credit for destroying Jack Del Rio? I, I hope we get Four some white credit. guys des- uh, destroying a fellow white guy. Well, let's hope and destroying Ron Rivera, Latino. <laughs> yeah, one the Latino on Latino crime. Can't win. Nobody, We've it, killed them all. We don't care about that stuff. In fact, if we're you look, equal opportunity killers, if you, if you go back to the tape of when the enemy was hired, I think all of us were pretty excited at the possibilities. Yeah, we liked that idea of an Andy Reid protege coming in here. Guy was, we feel sympathy to a guy that's had all these opportunities and hasn't been able. This was his chance. I said it was stupid the other for thing to come about, here, though. I will say that the, the defenders th- of the enemy can't point to anything that actually happened during the season, other than. They can say, well, look what happened with Jacoby Brissett. That's a blip of the season. Mm-hmm. They can't point to, well, look, they improved in points per game. It was a half a point. They can't point to they improved in yardage per game. It actually went down. They can't point to Sam Howell as some great success. He ended up with 21 interceptions leading the league. It just didn't work. Yeah. It didn't work. Got to move on. Let's go to Juan Temple Hills. Juan, what's up? How y'all doing, man? Hey, Juan. What's up? This is my first time calling y'all, man. What's up, I don't know if that last customer keep worrying about he mad about the high. The high is good. People keep worrying about Dan Quinn coming down. Kingsbury and Quinn are coaches. What the hell we have? We had EB, like y'all said. What you do? You pass 50,000 times, but you ain't running the ball. <laughs> so don't get mad because... We got somebody that's going to balance it out. We got a we got a general manager going to balance it out. Stop hating on your team that you're supposed to be supporting. Let the team do what they do. We finally got an organization finally realized that, okay, this is how you build a team. We matter of the division. We hurt Dallas because y'all had three years to hire Dan Quinn. Thanks, pal. Thank, Thank you for the call. Kind of speechless. Yeah, I don't not really sure. I didn't quite understand. What hey, he's, pro, he's pro Kingsbury. He's pro Dan Quinn. He's, yeah. pro, he's pro everything. He pro likes all the regime. Yeah, I'm kind of speechless. To be honest. All right, let's go to Clarence, uh, Rockville. Clarence, what's up, man? You know with the Jucks. What's going on, guys? Good morning. Hey, good Clarence. Morning. Good morning, man. So I just wanted to um, hey, what's up? So I just wanted to um, comment on the EB thing. Like I listen to 106 all day long between the three shows. You guys, mm-hmm. uh, B. Mitch and Finley and G and D. Mm-hmm. And you get these guys who call in and they want to keep EB. I mean, I don't get it, man. If you're not good, you're not good. Black, yellow, orange, and different. If you don't belong here, if you're not winning. Right. So, I mean, it, it aggravates me. And when I hear it, I just turn the radio down because a lot of these guys have empty cases that they're pleading. And it's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, listen, uh, I, I, I understand, I think, where a lot of it's coming from. And you feel sympathy and you want guys. Look, 
Feinstein flat out tells you he wanted to be the head coach. He wanted to be able to get every job because he feels bad. But I'm not in the business of feeling bad for somebody. Like, I just want the guy that's succeeding. You're not giving us a sympathy hire. I'm not into that. And maybe Somebody it sucks. Can do a maybe it sucks he didn't get a second year. Like some people, like you know, Scott Turner got three years. Eric yeah. Bieniemy got one year. Yeah. But that's just the way but it works. There's a new well, head coach, and he's going to bring in he his, came his in people. At the end of a dying regime. Right. At Ron's at Ron Swan song. He knew what he was and, getting and into. By the way, I also said, go to the tape. He's not going to come. I'm stunned that he came here, because if it if it hit, he wasn't going to go anywhere. Maybe somebody else would hire him. And if it, if if they lost, he was going to get fired. Yeah, I well, think the biggest the, the biggest thing is the, it was very unfortunate for Bianami and for Hal because they had that short leash. How many times we talk right. about the short leash? Because Rivera, if he didn't get to the playoffs, they, they were firing him. You knew you had a new owner. It was you knew you had and, new people coming in to make decisions. And in the, so if Bianami, if they didn't do well, Bianami was just. He was caught between a rock and a hard place. In, in, in fairness to him, that line, right? This Ron was here for four years. That line was built to run the football. That was his whole identity. Remember, we want to be three to one or whatever the hell it yes, was. Right. Two, to yeah. one. two to one run ratio. That line was not developed to drop back and pass fifty times. Mm-hmm. Bien you know, drops out of the ceiling here before the season starts, and you know he's got to deal with a line and a, a team that really wasn't built. To do what it turns out, the enemy wanted to do. Turns out that line wasn't built to run block or pass block. (laughs) The enemy had multiple games. It doesn't make any logical sense when you have an inexperienced quarterback like Sam Howell to have him lead the NFL in dropbacks. To have Sam Howell have more dropbacks than Patrick Mahomes than anybody else in the NFL. Does that make any logical sense? Not really. And there were many games when we talked about it that. You could point to, okay, they had to pass because they fell behind. But first halves, when they would have, you would just look at it, and they would go, well, they dropped back 24 times in the first half and had six runs. Yeah. And we'd be like, what is he doing? First quarters, he was dropping the back. The ratio was crazy. Yeah, it just didn't make sense. All right, a lot of people are fired up. <clears throat> we'll come back, take your calls. If this is all about the enemy, we can do this. And then I think we need to put it to bed. Because I'm, I'm the team that. has moved on. Yeah. He is old news. That's like talking about Scott Turner right now. He's a former Washington commander coach. This town is big enough for one Eby. <laughs> <laughs> one Eby. All right, we'll come you, back. I was going to be here before that guy, and I was going to be here after that guy. We'll come back, take your calls next here on The Junkies. Nice. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Answered a couple tweets during the break. At Biennemi Backers. Yeah. And one thing I always come to is, forget about our opinions. The organization interviewed him. They chose not to hire him as a head coach, and they chose not to hire him as the offensive coordinator. By the way, so far, so has the rest of the league. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he hired he's not, I'm going to guess Andy next year will give him a job, like if he wants to go back to the Chiefs. That would be hope. my guess. Let's but hope. you're right. That's not there have great- been a bunch of offensive coordinator positions open and a bunch of guys' names being bandied about for interviews. I saw a list of like 25 guys who've interviewed for various offensive coordinator positions. Mm-hmm. The not in there. He's not an unknown quantity. That's what I'll say. He's not unknown. I forget who oh, they no. hired in Tampa but uh, or uh, Carolina. The t- Canales hired his O.C., it was that? I forget who it was, but I mean, there have been OCs Getz? who've been hired. I mean, if you're Biennium, are, are, you, are you really going to go back to Kansas City with your tail between your legs? I guess if it's if Nagy did, if it's the only thing you've got, <laughs> that's what guys do. If it's the only opportunity that's afforded to you, you tell me Belichick doesn't bring back his boys. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they, this is what happens a lot of times. Uh, right. Bucks hired um, who did they hire as offensive coordinator. Well, we mentioned a couple guys have been hired. Or, or um, Luke Getze got hired with the, I think, with Vegas, right? Didn't they? Repl- I'd have to, I'd have to see. And where Kubiak he got, got hired. Who did Kubiak got, got hired? Kubiak by? went to the, new, the Saints. Saints. Is that official? Thought it was reported. Oh, okay. All right, let's go to the phones. People are fired up, and then we'll move on. All right, let's go. Yeah, Getze is going to the Raiders. Yeah. Let me see here. Let's go to Phil. Calling from Maine. Hey, Phil, what's up, man? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Hey, What's, up? What's up, man? Not much, not much. So I listen to your show every morning. I don't often Thanks, get a ben. chance to call in because okay. I, I work early. Um, but I'm happy I get a chance to. Um, and this is a good conversation. So I um I was right a huge Eric B. Enemy fan. Like when we when we made the 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 acquisition or to get him as an offensive coordinator, I thought it was it. I thought he was a savior for Sam Howell. And at the beginning of the season, it looked like maybe he's a guy. Mm-hmm. But towards the end of the season, I see Sam tell off, and maybe this is a, a a shot at Sam and how unprepared he was for this season. And 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 quite frankly, I didn't see Sam as a rookie. Sure, he only started one year, but he's been in the league for two years. He's had the chance to sit down and watch the system be run. Um, I'm just not – I'm a big fan of you do the same thing over and over. I'm over EB, like done with him. The the thing that irks me about EB is he talks in the third person way too much for me, right? (laughs) Meaning that's a a hit at what type of character he has. Meaning when he's talking to players, 
He's probably saying EB or Eric enemy doesn't like the way you play. Players hate that. <laughs> I can't even listen to the dude in a press conference. I can't even imagine what a what a player feels like when he's talking to a player. I'm all for Cliff Kingsbury. I'm all for the Joe Witt dude. Honestly, I'm not a, a huge. Uh, I don't have a bunch of information on Joe Witt and Nobody what type does, of coach he really. is. Yeah. But from what I've heard, he's a great players coach. And granted, I'm not huge on having player coaches all of the time, but that's why you got Dan Quinn. You got the ship leader, and then you have these guys that are going to be the player coaches and do the background work. I'm all for these assistant coaches. That, I mean, the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator. Eric Bieniemy's got to go. He showed us what he can do. He ain't the guy. Offensive thank you, yeah. not, Phil. Thank you. I mean, yeah. Thanks, Phil. Thank I'm you, buddy. Guessing today will be his last day at. Commander's Park. Look, he like may get another Dan job at the enemy, and I'm looking at a an OC tracker. I hope he does. Okay, and it has everybody who's interviewed for offense coordinator positions mm-hmm. and who's been hired. And it, I did see, to, I did not know this, that it says he talked to the Raiders. It said spoke recently, but they hired Shane Waldron as their OC. Mm-hmm. No, the Raiders, I don't see, the Raiders hired I don't see, the, the Raiders hired Waldron oh, sorry. went to the Bears. Yeah. He's like their passing game specialist. I, I'm not sure the title he was given. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getsy the Raiders. And I don't. I don't know old, if Canales. I don't know if Canales has actually hired an OC yet. I couldn't find that uh, in Carolina. All but right, there aren't that many OC jobs open now. No, right. but he could be a passing game of coordinator course. or offensive assistant. I'm sure there would be yeah. a spot for him. I hope or... he goes on to great success. It <clears throat> yeah. just didn't happen here. Right. Like, hopefully, he learns the lessons from calling so many passing plays as opposed to running plays. Like. He finds that balance that helps him going forward. Like, I hope he becomes a head coach. It just wasn't meant to be here. Sorry, People I misread it. past it. So Waldron was hired by Seattle. No, Waldron Wal- was hired no. That's by... That's what this list says. Waldron was hired by the fired. Bears. You have yeah. a bad list. Yeah, you Your got an old list. Is, uh, inferior. <laughs> All right, let's go to Ron in La Plata. Ron, what's up? Jocks, what's up, boys? What's up, man? Um, just want to let you know, I love the Kingsbury hire. I feel bad for EB. I think he should have never took the job. I understand right. he had one year left at the Kansas City contract. But I think he needs to reinvent himself and probably have to go to college. Mm. And then uh, then bounce back up. You know, that's what I think he has to do. But the Kingsbury hires the scope. you got to also remember Philadelphia, 86 both their guys also. Mm. You know, and that's something to think about, too. There's, and. Also, I think it was a bad job for EB going back to him. Yeah, it was a dead man walking coach there too. So it was a bad yeah. situation for him altogether. He knew you he was—he so knew he was boarding a sinking ship from the second he signed his deal. He knew that Ron Rivera's time was short here in Washington, he, barring like a twelve-win season, which we knew mm-hmm. wasn't going to happen. Yeah, he knew that coming in. I do think he's able to say now, though, that I was the prime. I ran the show. Sure. I, he didn't have great parts, so he can make his argument. I ran the show because in Kansas City, whatever the numbers were, there's always the, well, Andy Reid was running the offense. Right. And so he can at least say he ran the show for a year. Um, and these guys resurface. So, yeah, maybe I botched the Shane Waldron, but look, Kellen Moore's, he's got a new gig, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Arthur Smith, who got fired as the head coach yep. of the Falcons, he's got a he's new gig. Yep. I mean, these guys are all kind of just <laughs> bouncing around. I saw Greg Roman got a gig. Who was with the Ravens? He, I don't know what he did this year. Well, I think he sat. Oh, he out. sat out. So he so. sat out. Now he's on Harbaugh's staff. All right, let's go to. Let me see. Let's go to Kevin. He'll be back. 
in Centerville. And by the way, he's had a great life. Like Eric Bieniemy's had a great life. He he's a great got rings. career. He's got rings. Yeah. He's, he's got money. He's got money. Yeah. He's had a great life, and hopefully it continues. And he's coaching wherever the heck he wants. Kevin, what's up? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Hey, man. Good. What's up? Uh, good. I just want to say that uh, EB, uh, just a minute ago, he, you know, when he kind of spoke about the uncomfortable truth, and, you know, hey, I'm black. And I just want to say that there, there is some truth to what he said, because there are a lot of uh, African American uh, uh, members of our fan base that support Eric Bienemy, despite the job he did. But they just, you know, culturally, you put a black person in charge of anything, and we're going to support him. Mm-hmm. So you, you just know that. I get when, it. I get it. So yeah. So, uh, so what I'm saying is. Uh, uh, the enemy, he should, he, the, the right thing is happening. I mean, because he had his chance. And, and let's face it, the second half of the season, calling plays, he wet the bed. I mean, he answered the question that everybody was wondering when he was in Kansas City. Can this guy call plays? Out from under the shadow of Andy Reid, can this guy make it happen? He came here, and like the other caller said, it looked like it at first, but then, you know, he didn't do that. I mean, actually, when you look at, when you think of Sam Howell, Eric Bieniemy really screwed him by trying to make his program work. When you think about it, actually, Joe Gibbs did the same thing. Joe Gibbs, when he came here from San Diego, he was the hot shot coordinator, and he ran that program for the first few games, and it didn't work. We were 0-5, but at least he, he, he wised up and said, you know what, this isn't working. This is Joe Theismann isn't Dan Fouts. Uh, this receiving core here is a joiner uh, Jefferson and uh, 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 Kellen Winslow. So I have to adjust. He adjusted, and uh, we went eight and three the rest of the season. See, he didn't do that. He, he he just stuck with the same thing that wasn't working. He could have helped himself by making an adjustment. And then all the other coaching professionals and owners say, hey, you know what? Look at that. There's something there. And he made it, but he didn't. And we have to accept the fact that that guy just didn't do a good job, and he answered the, everybody's question that, hey, I'm not that great at, well, you know, I need some work. But, like, it's, go to the college level and hone his play-calling skills a little more. Yeah, maybe, maybe here, that's his landing spot. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you Kevin. I appreciate the call. Mm-hmm. Really do. Thank you, buddy. Let's go to Tony. I bet on him getting an NFL gig. <laughs> I guess he, he might be like a somewhere. running game coordinator or yeah, something yeah. like that. Let's go. Tony. Tony, what's up? What's up, fellas? Good morning. Love your show. Yeah. Um, listen every day. Um, thanks. I just, I guess I'm heartened by the last few calls. Um, it, I'm, I get frustrated with this anointing of EB as the, the new coach, and we should just give it to him. You know, I'm black, been black my whole life, and I don't care if the new coach is magenta. I just want to win games. I don't even know what color Bottom line is. is it's games. like a purplish, I think. Oh, okay. I believe. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Black, white, magenta. Yeah, I right. just don't care. I'm with um, you. He wasn't good. And I, I just get frustrated with this notion that we have to anoint him the next head coach or be the first one to give him his opportunity as a head coach. And, of course, we wanted it to work, but it didn't. He just – his lack of willingness to adapt to the players that he had and uh, just frustrated me, so – I'm happy with the with the Kingsbury hire and Quinn. So let's go. All right, That's thank you, yep. thank you. Tony. Seems like more page, Tony. seems like more people are are turning to, turning to Dan corner. Quinn. Yeah, they're they're approving the move more than they did that day. Absolutely, when he was hired.
Well, I think Johnson, right <clears throat> or wrong, is coming off a little douchey too. Mm-hmm. You know ben what I Johnson. Mean? Yes. Yeah. A little douchey. And I'm sure that the commanders had their moments where it didn't go great. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's it's my just, guy, EB. That's my favorite offensive coordinator in the league. Well, ben you got to get, get off now. of him. You got a new one <laughs> oh, now. I got to root for uh, Cliff Kingsbury. So if, if, if Ben Johnson was a 10 out of 10 hire for you going into this situation, yeah. and I think it was, Kingsbury, probably not even on your radar, but where would you put him on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of the kind of traits that you're looking for. I think it's a solid seven, seven and a half higher. Out Only of 10. a seven or seven and a half? I give it at least an eight. I mean, I'm in the I'm in the ballpark. You're in the ballpark. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. I like the hire. Like I like I besides, like that also that it, it's now like Washington is no longer a laughing stock. Like last year, if you went to Kingsbury, he would have been like, I'm not coming to Washington. Yeah. It's not worth my time. I won't even consider them. Now people are considering coming here and they're coming here yeah, you're getting that's bigger names great, that's a great sign 100 going forward let me tell you about main street bank bank local cheer local and business every day is game day business is always moving up or down but never still that's why the main street bank team treats every day like game day main street bank is a business focused community bank proudly serving the dmv since 2004 visit mstreetbank.com to learn how to put our team in your office Main Street Bank, member FDIC, equal housing opportunity lender. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. Our pal Chris Russell, the rooster, will join us coming up at 820. (laughs) Sam Fortier from the Washington Post is going to join us at 920. He was in Lubbock, Texas in 2017. So he knows a lot about Kingsbury. Mm. A little insight Very good. from the Washington Post reporter. Mm-hmm. That's coming up at 920. But we wanted to touch on adult film star Lisa Ann, who we had in studio. Our buddy. Yeah. She went on a date with uh, Ryan Clary, kind of. I don't know if you call it a date, but they hung out. They did hang out, yes. They definitely hung out. So she was at a Matt Reif show. Matt Reif is this comedian, maybe you've never heard of, young guy who's kind of blown up, I think, through social media, but he had a show at Radio City Music Hall, mm-hmm. and Sam got arrested. Yeah, what did she do? Like, what was going? It's, I read that she was on her phone or taking pictures. That's apparently she How says. Could you get arrested for that? She claimed I did nothing wrong. I didn't touch my phone. I want to see Matt Reif because he's a friend of mine. So I, that was, I did nothing wrong. I didn't touch my phone. I wanted to see Matt Reif. He's a friend of mine. Oh, she sound is she drunk? She doesn't she just sound sounds right. Distraught. Like she, she, I'll tell you something. When she came in here, she's been in here twice. Mm-hmm. Right? I think she's been in here twice. Maybe just the I one time. At least once, maybe twice. Uh she was incredibly like charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poised. Seemed like a very smart businesswoman. Yep. And with it. And in mm-hmm. the video I've seen, I I didn't listen to the audio, but the video I saw, she looks kind of like well, she's, she's lost clearly, her mind a little well, bit. she's agitated. I mean, yeah, you'd be agitated. agitated, too, if you're getting dragged away from, like, an event that you were looking forward to attending. And I'm just wondering like, what preempted it. I don't know. What, she said clearly, they offered her uh, a choice to be 5150 by ambulance and admitted to the hospital. That means she's crazy. Or arrested right. and put in jail, and she tweeted this, over someone thinking I used my phone during the Matt Reif show. I, I, I do know this. At a lot of these shows... I went to, I think it was Bruno Mars mm-hmm. at MGM National Harbor, 
you got to like turn over your phone. Like put it in a pouch and get it back when you leave. So it's Correct. a crime if you take a picture during a show? Well, well particularly I mean, comedians, they don't want their acts getting out there on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. But like you either have to Or have was that. she re- arrested because of how she reacted to it? I don't know. But you, like there can't the be any, there, you have to be one way or the other with the your phone policy. You can't like let people just have their phones and expect them not to have them and use them at some point during your performance. Mm-hmm. Like you either have to take them away from them or let them have them, one or the other. It's hard. Like, It'd be hard to just yeah have it in your pocket. So you're you saying you can't like, trust that they're not going to well, use yeah, them. Yeah, you can't trust people are just going to keep their phones in their pocket if they have them. No, the only way to do that always is, use is to take them away for the hour or 90 minutes of your set and then give them back at the end. And it's really only a comedian thing, right? I mean, for the most part. No, I mean, I mean like I said, Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. They want you to keep your phone yeah. out. They don't want the show getting out. I think it's a lot of comedians, though. I think when comedians, I saw John Mulaney sure. at MGM. I like, get it. They don't want their pouch. stuff on YouTube. But, like, an artist that's singing or whatever, I would think it would only help you. How could that hurt you? I don't you? know. I mean, everyone knows you've you got a routine. You're doing this, you know. I don't know. Maybe they want to surprise you with the choreography. Or maybe maybe they, it's not that good, the live performance. A lot of, live, a lot of performers aren't <laughs> maybe that good. that's part live. of it. That could be the case. Yeah. So what was the update? She was arrested and then... Did she choose where, where, the 5150 or did she choose to go to jail? The way I've read the story is she was arrested. Okay, so she didn't want to go to the hospital. Yeah. All right, well, if, it does seem they, to be extreme. I could see kicking you out. That means you're acting like a loon. Yeah. She was probably out of her it mind. It sounded like she was. She was acting yeah. a little crazy. So it sounded like she was out of her but mind. But as Cake said, if you're getting arrested and you feel like you did nothing wrong, maybe she had maybe like it's a hard to be reasonable. Moment. Remember the lady on the plane? Oh, yeah, maybe. Possibly, maybe, yeah. Maybe she had a moment like maybe, that. Maybe, yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't have much of an explanation for it. No. I wonder if this hurts Ryan Clary's crush. Like, had, had any of you <laughs> yeah, guys heard know. of Matt Reif before? Yes. No. So, I've, I've been, been getting a lot of really no. about him. He's been getting a lot of buzz lately. He's he's been getting, uh, I don't know if he's been doing uh, like transsexual jokes or whatever, but he's been doing some material that people don't that he's been catching some heat for i think he's a younger guy blew up via tiktok mm-hmm. and he's selling out shows i had a neighbor of mine it surprised me because he's like 65 mm-hmm. and he said i want to go see matt rife i think he's been <laughs> he's like, he actually demo. said could you hook me with some tickets i was like i i didn't barely know who he I think was he's been doing some, poli- some, cor- some politically incorrect material in some people's eyes i think hmm. i think it's something like that Kevin mccarthy is friends with him uh-huh. Oh, he is sat in his box seat when That's he his guy? filmed his Netflix special in DC. Uh huh. Yeah, I, he, I believe Matt Reif was following Kevin before Kevin knew who he was. Really? Yeah, he always he liked his his interviews. Liked his re- interviews. I think I, he's hated in the way that Dane Cook was hated, like a young guy, pretty good looking, and is succeeding. Well, Dane Cook was also hated because people said he was a hack and he stole jokes. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people think that. <laughs> that I don't know Rife that. I don't know. Too? I don't know that they're saying that Rife steals jokes, but they think he's kind of hack. Uh huh. Most comedians are pretty hacky. Um. All right. You got your boy Kevin. He still wants to chime in on Gates Perry. Do you want me to go to him? Have you kept him on for a reason? No, no, no. You don't have to go to him. Okay. He'll sit there oh, all show. We did see yeah. him. Like, he was he out was Friday night at Bethesda Theater. Yeah, well, he's a diehard. He's a big mark. He that is. Kevin. He's the definitive. 
P one. He's he, yes. you look at P one. Yeah, Kevin from Glory Days. His Kevin, claim to fame though is bringing the half-eaten cherry pie. Wow, well, I mean, right? That was Kevin. It's clearly the move of an insane person. <laughs> he you brought in a cherry pie. Lisa Ann shouldn't have been fifty-one fifty. Kevin he should have been fifty-one fifty. Without a doubt. Right. And he might even agree. Right. So, I mean, who brings? A I think you should at least say pie? what's up. Can you put him on? <laughs> All right. Tell All him right. what he thought of the event, Kevin. <laughs> Hey, that's powering on, man. Come on, man. That's coming from the top rope. <laughs> hey, but it's true. Did you not bring in a cherry pie that had been eaten? Yes, and my children are mortified, and they don't want me to listen to the show ever again. You Hold on. You have children? Yeah, that's a shocking turn of events. <laughs> Your children must be older, I think he's though, talked right? about them before. How old are your kids? Yeah, they're... they're... <clears throat> They're like your kids. They're in college. Yeah, scar- yeah. Okay, I believe yeah. the scary part about Kevin, and he can correct me if I'm wrong. I think he has a twin brother. Yes, he's like double trouble. Is, is your brother? Is your yeah, twin but- brother still at this point? Do you guys still like look alike? Uh, not as much as we used to. Um, right, but right. there's always one. Drab could tell you this. There's always one twin slightly bigger than the other, and uh, there's always an evil twin, and there's always a good twin, and I'm definitely the evil one. <laughs> what did you think of the event on Friday night? Thank you for coming out to 106.7 <laughs> The Fan versus Team 980 Live. I thought it was awesome. You haven't had something like that since uh, the you had something out in 2017 at uh, in Chantilly, and I thought it was great. I loved it. All right. All right. Been that, that long? I think we've done stuff. I think the well, I think he means a I, big event. I think the 2017 event in Chantilly was where Rom fell off a two foot stage and nearly crippled himself. Where was that? Bed. I can't I can, even remember. You know what? It's at a place where we will never mention the name because oh, we had a summer dress party. I think they stole the name. Of that was 2017. Oh. I think. I thought it was maybe, before maybe that. Maybe it goes back yeah, further than that. I don't know. Oh no, we did something at Tally Ho in Leesburg. We did ta- Tally yeah. Ho in Leesburg. Since maybe that. that's what Kevin. You know, Kevin's kind of twenty seventeen. It was probably. I think it was more up. recent. Yeah, we did and we did an Look. uncensored live event maybe yeah. three or four years ago, right before the pandemic. Yeah, I think it was twenty nineteen. I, I I kept having that feeling though on stage, mm-hmm. like when I was like looking down and then looking out at the crowd and it was packed so you know 500 people there uh-huh. that we used to do spring break parties and now we're breaking down Dan, Dan Quinn. Quinn for 30 minutes <laughs> I don't know if I mean it's a big people deal like to, around here it is it is a big for some reason deal. people like to get our take on it uh, I don't know why but they yeah. do well I mean it is what it is and they'll pay for tickets and $100 drinks to come <laughs> see it I do wonder what the grace period will be because I feel like uh like Ron's grace period actually wasn't that long. Like we pretty, he got like a couple games, and then we were like, we were we were questioning how he was handling the games. But he did get yeah. him into the playoffs in year one, so we kind of gave him a biggest pass. backdoor job into the playoffs <laughs> of all time. He did, but if you remember, we were very critical of oh, the way of he handled course. that season, yeah. and then it started to just get worse. But he also had the cancer. There was a lot swirling. He was dealing with a lot. He was yeah. dealing with a lot of crap. No, there's but no by doubt. year three. By the way, couldn't tolerate has him. He, has he been hired yet? No. No. He no. might get hired in Dallas. That's not happening. Doubtful, but <laughs> that, that'd be, not that as a coordinator, happening. no chance. I'm telling interviewed. you, he's, he's going back to pedal by, by choice or by not. He's going he back interviewed to as well as uh, Mike Zimmer, I, two I, head coaches who saw Zimmer the defensive did. coordinator position there in Dallas. Mm-hmm. All right, we will talk to the rooster, Chris Russell, coming up at 820. Get his take on what's going on here. Dan Quinn's his guy, EB. He's oh, gotten into many Twitter spats. He's he been him. into Dan Quinn since day one. We'll talk to the rooster, Chris Russell, coming up at 820.
here on the Junkies. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 